Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, where we break down popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm not mad. Just disappointed. I mean, I'm out. <laughs> this week, uh, we are fittingly talking about Wolverine Origins. Yeah, X-Men or, Origins. Sorry, yeah. X-Men Origins. This is one of the dumbest titles ever yeah. for any movie. Yeah. X-Men Origins colon Wolverine. It's like a comic book title, which... It, like, like comic books con off, often release stuff where it's like, oh, secret origins, whatever, or something like that. Well, but but it, usually it, that's it, like a spinoff thing. Usually no, that's a little side thing no, that you don't there, worry there about. There is a purpose to the X Men Origins, other than a Fox. Yeah, need, uh, Fox needs a movie with X Men in the title in order to retain the rights for a certain amount of uh -huh. time. But they were Even going they made to a movie a year before. There you go. They they a year before. Wasn't this on uh, two thousand nine? Oh, no, no, yeah. I think I'm mixing up the X-Men 3 and Spider-Man 3. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they we're going to do a series of spin-off movies. Like, they had X-Men Origins Magneto and X-Men Origins Storm in development. Yeah, for, I, I think for, I didn't know the that. the longest time. And, of course, X-Men Origins Magneto, a lot of that stuff ended up going into X-Men First Class. Yeah. Um, but that's just... It, it's it's a weird thing way to approach it, because it feels like you're not really... I don't know. It feels like you're inherently giving this movie kind of a yeah. It's not that important. It's it's just off to the side happening. Tyler, are you telling me this movie is not important? No. This is the most important movie that it's, has ever been made. Yes, in anything. Okay, let's get to this course. Okay, so <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine from 2009, directed by Gavin Hood. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Yeah, he did some indie film before this, so they picked him up, Naturally. and then he did. I believe since then he did the Ender's Game adaptation. Really. Which apparently is okay. <laughs> it's better than this. Fascinating. Uh, so according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is a 38%, which, you know, at the time we're still waiting to hear about, uh, you know, how Apocalypse is going to ultimately fall score-wise. But yeah. out of the ones we've got so far, it is the, the lowest on yeah. the critic score. Um, and then it has a 59% audience score. How does that rank with everything we've reviewed? It's got to be close to the bottom. Yeah, it's close to the bottom. Uh... The latter three Transformers movies are still below that. Wow. And I think that's it. <laughs> Good company. Yeah. Yeah. This is the fourth <laughs> lowest movie that we've reviewed so far. All right, Tyler. You know the drill. Give me your, your best thing yeah. and your worst thing. So my, my favorite thing is definitely, uh, how do you pronounce it? Leaf Schreiber? Yes. Is that right? Leaf Schreiber's Sabretooth. I, he's perfect. I really, really <laughs> yeah. like him. Uh, I wish that they'd bring him back for something. Why no, I, I I don't really like talking about like future movies and stuff because yeah. that immediately dates the podcast. But uh, whatever, <laughs> I have heard like a back and forth on like Twitter between Hugh Jackman and Liev Schreiber about maybe you should come on the third Wolverine movie, and Liev Schreiber's like, okay, maybe that would I, be I don't nice. I don't know if he'll actually <clears throat> do that. And of course, you know, just I mean, like if as much as they screwed this up, at least they started with, hey, let's talk about Wolverine and Sabretooth. They started from a position that makes sense, and and I'd I'd be I'd appreciate if they do that again for the third one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I he's I think he's perfect. I think he's really really good. Um, he's actually terrifying. Yeah, in uh, a movie that feels very like nerfed. Yeah, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, yeah, it, it feels like it, it's almost made for children. Exactly. In, in many respects, but he is like truly terrifying. Definitely. Um, my least favorite thing. Everything else. I've, I've made that joke before. 
I've made that joke before. <laughs> uh, Don't say Halle Berry. No, I can't no. say Halle Berry this time. Although, let me, let me just say, there's a deleted scene where when he leaves Africa, uh, when he walked away from the yeah. team, uh, uh, there was an alternate version of a young storm that was there. And that's the reason it's like thundering and stuff. Interesting. And they were like, hey, that's kind of stupid. Let's take that out. <laughs> that's the thing that they decided was too why stupid. Why didn't they think about that when they were about to release the movie? Why didn't they just say, hey, that's kind of stupid. Let's not let's not release this. <laughs> so your worst thing? Uh, I I think the best way I can put it is the fact that it's it's just kind of stringing along scenes that happen. Yeah. There's no through plot in this. It's, hey, let's cover these things that Wolverine is... Like, some famous Wolverine comic stuff, kind of. Yeah. And they just kind of, like, chuck him into new things randomly so that they can just kind of drag him off. It really does feel like someone took a comic book miniseries that is inherently supposed to be, like, maintaining interest issue to issue and then put it on a movie screen... And it was like a mediocre comic book to begin with, and they put it on a movie screen, so they didn't like think about how that would change and translate. Yeah. And they just kind of were like, well, let's just have this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. And they just move him along, and it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any guiding, like... They, the plot never has any urgency to me, it feels it's like. It's just a bunch of half-baked ideas that yeah. have been thrown into a blender. Yeah, and then exactly. what pours out is just the movie. <laughs> exactly. Okay, um, my favorite thing, since you took my favorite thing, because Leah Schreiber is amazing in this, um, I'm gonna go with Ryan Reynolds, but, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this, this special little qualification on here. Everything before he becomes Weapon 11. No, it is only <laughs> Weapon 11, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, uh, let's, let's just go ahead and say, you know, Deadpool's completely ruined, like they completely just, like, middle finger to the fans. Yes. Like, also, we should we'll show we his mouth. He's the merc with the mouth. Also, we should we should go ahead and say, although I don't think anybody would care about this for this movie, because I I'm just gonna say because I feel like we need to start saying it that this is a full spoiler review. So, oh yeah, I don't know why I thought of that for this one. What but I feel like gets his head chopped yeah, off. I feel like I need to start saying that as we get to more movie or as we get into movies, people might actually care about. <sighs> but um, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Um. Yeah, but uh, the first couple of scenes that he's in, when they go and attack the African compound, he's actually, like, Deadpool. Like, yeah. he's acting like Deadpool. Like, he can't stop talking, and they keep telling him to be quiet, and he won't. There's there's a reason that he pursued the Deadpool movies so relentlessly, and is basically perfect for yeah. it. Yeah, and I'm going with the performance here. I'm not going with, like, yeah. everything. Because the whole thing with him, like, blocking bullets with the gun, yeah. or, or with his swords... With the gun, but he's like walking and ricocheting them back perfectly. Yeah, and and, and and he cuts the bullet in half and it hits the two guys behind. Like none of that's good. The best part of that is the end of that scene. He stabs a couple guys, and he pulls the swords back out, and he's like, "Okay, people are dead." And you see the top of the sword, (laughs) and there's no blood. Yeah, they're blood repelling swords that Task Force X X put together. Like honestly, I would. If that would bother me so much, I'm just imagining sitting there in the editing room. Like, I try and cut it, like, so yeah. he doesn't stab those yeah. guys. Like, that, that just yeah. drives me nuts. And that that's why I'm talking about with the movie being so nerfed. Like, there is no blood 
in this yeah. movie, like, whatsoever. And it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Because it's a Wolverine yeah, movie. Yeah, and there's a lot of moments where people should be bleeding horribly. Yeah. But it's like, no, they wanted to go with the PG-13. I've seen other PG-13 movies that have a fair amount of blood yeah. in them. Like, I, I, I've i listened to, like, the producer commentary and stuff, and they talk about it. Like, we don't want too much blood because, you know, we, we'd have a problem with the censors and stuff. I'm like, you you really don't know, like, the amounts of blood that you can have in certain sections of them. Like, I feel like yeah. they, they should be more aware of that instead of just like, no blood. It doesn't, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not my worst thing. My worst thing is just the blatant, like, disregard for continuity. Mm-hmm. Because none of this stuff matches up with, with the first two X-Men movies in terms of Wolverine's Weapon X stuff. Other than, yeah, Stryker was there and it happened kind of at Alkali Lake. Kind of. <laughs> Even though in this movie it's apparently a waterfall instead of a dam. But then they show another <laughs> wide shot of a helicopter landing and it's the, the dam is in the background. But then it's there's somehow a waterfall, like, right next Which to doesn't it. make any sense with X-Men 2, where you see the, the, the place where he was turned into Wolverine in the dam. Yeah. And the waterfall, and the dam, and the water... And, and the weapon like, room does not look the same at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is does, listening does to... Striker. the Yes, he does not look or act anything like a young Brian Cox, yeah. and that's just horribly distracting. But... Just looking at the design of the Weapon X facility itself and, and hearing the director talk about it, he's like, yeah, we took some liberties with that. Like, that's... He has no real defense for that other than, yeah, we just wanted to do that differently. Why? What is the point of doing a prequel if you are not going to keep it consistent? Like, that drives me yeah. insane. And and this is really where the X-Men franchise starts to nosedive in terms of, like, continuity just yeah, breaking apart. Definitely. Like, as much as we don't like X-Men 3, there, it's it's okay with the continuity. There's some stuff that's kind of wonky, but for yeah. the most part, it's it's fine. For the most part, you're like, well, this is just like the other two had just screwed up. Yeah. While this one starts to be like, wait, they're <laughs> not paying any attention, are they? Yeah, and, and like, I've completely, like, this movie is not a part of the, the franchise yeah. to me. Like, this is just a completely separate yeah. redheaded stepchild type situation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, where, where do you want to start? Oh, how's Hugh Jackman in the movie? Just like, since he's the through line of all the X-Men <laughs> movies so far, because, yeah. hey, Wolverine's awesome, so let's give him the most screen time. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, obviously he's good. He, it's so hard to tell how he's doing in a, mo- in a script this bad. I, he's trying. Yeah. Like, he's clearly, he's not, like, phoning it in. No. He's just I mean, like, just, hey. Just looking at the behind-the-scenes stuff of him working out, he's like, I want to get to the Wolverine that looks like an animal. Like, I'm trying yeah. to get to that point. And just, like, seeing him, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. And, and it's it's like, obviously, he he's like, okay, this is my job. I have to do it. I'm going to... But, like, that, that's kind of the vibe I get from it, is that it's like, I'm just going to put do exactly what I was trying to do for the other three X-Men movies and just do everything I can to make this work. And that's one of the inherent flaws of this movie. Yeah. Wolverine is the exact same character going into the Weapon X procedure as he is coming out. Uh-huh. Like, there is no point to him losing his memory. Yeah. It does nothing for the character. No, there is no. no resonance. There is no emotional meaning behind any of that. And so, like, when we find him in the first X-Men movie and he's, like, completely lost and forgotten about who he is and all that stuff, it's like, well, you were the exact same guy. More people died in your past, but you were the exact same guy. Yeah. And, and like, the whole 
arc I put in quotes because there is no arc here. Yeah. They, they say it, it's him fighting like the animalistic urges and not wanting to go all feral. Right after the violent weapon X procedure, he goes and has dinner with a couple of old folks. Uh-huh. Like he is not an animal. Like no. that makes no sense. He to never. Me. I don't. I feel like he never really shows in any of these movies. He never really goes full Wolverine rage mode. They try to do it at the end when he tries to attack Stryker after he sees the Kayla's been yeah. shot. He. They try. I guess. It's just. Stupid. Yeah, it's, it, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's well done or because even smart. That's, that's one of the most interesting things about Wolverine in the, the comics is that it's, it's a character who has always had this pent-up like rage and that he constantly has to rein it back in because sometimes he just goes completely animalistic. and Yeah. They never explore that. And this is the movie where it being like, okay, you explore... They claim they explore it. Yeah. It's mentioned here and there, but yeah. it's not actually no, explored. we never see anything close to what it should be. It's just like, hey, we mentioned it. Check and like the only times it ever happened, like the only times it, that you could ever argue he's doing it, it's in a situation where it just makes sense for him to be angry and trying to kill this person instead <laughs> of him just yeah. like getting triggered and going insane. Yeah, like like I'm thinking the the helicopter fight in this movie where he goes crazy and like rips apart the helicopter with bad physics and bad CGI. And, oh, we'll get to the yeah, CGI. And somehow he just takes down this helicopter and kills people. It's not... It's just like like they just murder these two old people, so obviously he's going to be angry and go kill Oh, them. and it makes no sense because Agent Zero, the, the guy who's trying to hunt him down, like he shoots both of the old people. He's like, oh, Weapon X just murdered a couple of civilians. And he, he's like, why? Why are, why are you <laughs> saying Wolverine did that? Why I think just- it would be much more interesting if... Why, why? He actually killed two old people. Yeah. And then you you had to do something with that where he's like, oh god, what did I do? And then you, you start to brain him back in and that's his arc. But no. That's not what we're doing. I've made a realization. People, uh, and this goes with the Wolverines in way too much of these movies. Like, he takes up too much screen yeah. time and stuff. Like, he... he they, they build up, like, his screen presence in the first three X-Men movies. Then when he finally gets his own movie, where it's like, okay, the movie should be completely focused on him, they just throw in all these different side characters to, yeah. to absorb screen time away from him. Yeah. Like, it's a weird backwards type thing. You're not wrong. That's, yeah. Because, like, the, yeah, this one, they've got, they start off, they're like, oh, he's got Sabretooth going on yeah. whole, for, like, his whole life. Yeah. And then we got Weapon X Task Force whatever crap. I think it's Team X. That sounds right. Um, Maybe that's what they advertise it as. I don't know. Yeah, and so we got to introduce those guys, and they're around the rest of the movie. And then Gambit shows up for reasons, and then Wolverine's lady friend shows up, and she's there. And then we <laughs> in- have to introduce Cyclops and uh, I almost said Emma Stone, Emma Frost, and uh, all these all these like random other X Men, and we got to introduce Agent Zero, and we got to talk about Striker, and, and Will I Am's in this on. movie. Yeah. Best part. I don't hate him. <laughs> He's not very good. Though. He's not very good, but I don't <laughs> hate him. He's just kind of there. Dominic Mahonigan. Reasons. Oh, yeah! <laughs> he's to- he gets murdered by Sabretooth because he's at the weird carnival thing. Yes. And that's, that's like, completely... Point- what is his character? Uh-huh. He-, he controls electricity. That's all I know about him. Uh-huh. And then Sabretooth just kills him. He's like, oh... What's going on? He's, this horrible thing just happened. Nothing. <laughs> I 
I think Wolverine's... Doesn't he see a newspaper about it or something? No. Stryker goes to his job where he's cutting down wood and shows him the newspaper. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And Wolverine's like, oh, man. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to continue to doing the exact same thing I've been doing for the last six years or whatever it is. Yeah, it's... uh, I don't... I don't understand anything. Like, it's not just that it's, like, completely nonsensical, but it's... No emotional investment whatsoever. Exactly. And it's not just because it's a prequel, we know what's going to happen to Wolverine, we know what point he gets to. That's not quite it. I mean, that's kind of a problem. The fact that... Especially because they don't wipe his memory at Weapon X. Yeah. It happens much like... Yeah. Like, that's that's a huge mistake. Yeah. The final scene of the movie should be him going into Weapon X because of all these terrible things that have happened to him. And he's like, I want to just lose all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they erase his memory, and then he goes nuts and runs away. And that's how the movie ends. There are a million ways you could do this movie in a way that... You could make the movie entirely... You could The, the, the Weapon X comic, the uh, Barry Windsor Smith, I believe. You could make the entire movie about that comic, where it's all taking place inside of Weapon X, and you're following the characters in there, and ultimately Wolverine's growing stronger, more feral, and eventually he breaks out. Yeah. You could, make the, you could do this movie in so many different ways that would be amazing. And they choose to do it this way, which is just awful. Uh, I just, I you made a horrible mistake. I know I said Ryan Reynolds was my favorite thing. I actually wanted to say the opening title sequence was my favorite thing. Now that that's I'm fair. Remembering it. And whatever, I'll keep Ryan Reynolds. The opening title scene is actually pretty amazing. Yeah. And that would make a really good movie. Yeah. With Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting through all the wars. Although it really doesn't make any sense because they're both Canadian. And they're fighting on the side of America in Happens. all these wars. <laughs> no, and they even have the line where Stryker's like, your country needs you, and he goes, I'm Canadian, and he rides off. <laughs> He's like, well, what's your excuse for the Civil War? You know, that yeah. <laughs> the American Civil War. <laughs> and it makes no sense. It, it really is like they looked at this movie, and they were like, well, what can we do for this movie? Well, you know, Wolverine and Sabretooth, they have a big relationship rivalry in the comics. Let's do that. They're like, cool. Well, Weapon X, let's do that. Okay, yeah, this might be a little stuff, but we can... Pro- Team X! That's a thing that kind of sometimes happens in the comics. Let's do that. I well, feel like that... <sighs> and then they keep going... They keep piling yeah. on all of this. They pile on some Sabretooth stuff, but they they make it all contrived with all that... Oh, let's talk about the new generation of heroes, the Cyclops and stuff. They're in there, too. It's it- sad. I thought of a new favorite thing. What? The video game that came out of this. <laughs> Okay, now I'm completely changing it. I am amending this. My favorite thing is the X-Men Origins Wolverine that, video game. That is a wise, a wise choice. That game is fantastic. Have you ever seen any footage of no, that? No, I've never played it at all. It's M. It goes full on. You're cutting people in half. Like, it embraces Wolverine's animalistic it, side, and it's wonderful. I'm just saying it's a wise choice because you're not saying... <laughs> you're saying you don't movie. have a favorite thing about this movie, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I, I am and, not and choosing accurate. something from this movie. I'm choosing a, a byproduct of this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, that game's amazing. They, they keep winding all of these plot plot lines together because they're like, oh, people like that in the comic. People like that in the comic. Let's grab that and let's grab that and let's grab. And they don't have any clever like, oh well, we got to weave them together really well and make this really interesting story of Wolverine and his arc. Yeah, it's it. That's why it feels so much like they're just pulling Wolverine from one place to another and just kind of dragging him along this this designated journey he's supposed to go through that doesn't teach him anything 
I remember kind of feeling when he, he meets up with Will I Am and he fights the Blob, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh yeah, we gotta go find Gambit. And then they're just at New Orleans. I was like, wait. I'm trying to connect the dots here for how this makes sense. <laughs> it's, it, like, it felt such like a huge jump, and yeah. the movie just does that a yeah. lot. And that's, well, that's how the, the movie starts, is there's the, the interesting sequence where, uh, you know, they, they, they've got all the, they're fighting all the wars and stuff, and then they get captured. Which is great. They get captured, and then uh, Stryker finds them. Yes. He's like, oh, hey, I'm going to... Because he's looking for mutants. Yeah, I'm going to recruit you guys to my mutant squad. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. And then they just kind of like show up on this mutant squad. And they don't do anything to introduce the powers or the, the personalities, the other characters. There's a very brief scene where they're just sitting there on an airplane to introduce a couple people. Oh, and it's great, too, because that scene is, is weirdly directed because they keep... More people keep, like, talking up. And so, like, the plane just keeps getting longer. Yeah. Like, or, like, I mean, it's not, but, like, you keep... More people that you don't see originally keep talking. And you're like, wait, they're there? Who's that? What? Huh? Yeah. And it just keeps talking. And then they, they're going on this mission... To, to steal vibranium, adamantium, adamantium, yeah, that's what this universe is about. Yeah, and uh, they get there, and they they just kind of show up outside this compound. Yeah, like they're walking through like a slum area, and then they're just there. They just walk out into this out of or beside this building, and they're like, okay, and then they go up. No, 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 Agent Zero takes out all the soldiers first in a yeah, very dumb scene. Yeah, there's some fighting. No, 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 I, I want to address a couple of things here. Yeah, First off, we show like terrible CGI with him doing the gun flips and he yes. throws the magazines into the gun. Like, what, what's Agent Zero's power? Is it yes. like he never misses, like he's got super sharp accuracy? Sure. But then he jumps like 50 feet in the air. Sure. And he does that like twice in the movie. Sure. <laughs> and then Blob takes out a tank. Okay. I guess that's a blob thing to do. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sabretooth climbs up the wall <laughs> of this facility, and that goes nowhere. He climbs up, and he, like, gets to the... Doesn't he get to the roof and, like, give him a thumbs up or something no, like that? No, he gets to the top, and he smiles at Blob when he pulls it... When Blob pulls his hand out of the, the gun of the tank, and it's, like, burned. Yeah. And, and that's it. Like, that's the last we see of Sabretooth. <laughs> he does nothing. It's not like, oh, he takes out the cameras or the security systems. There's nothing. There, there's nothing. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, yeah, and, and they go up the elevator and Sabretooth's not there. And they just go up the elevator and then... Although it's kind of funny when, when they the guy stops the elevator and Deadpool's like, Oh, great, stuck with five other men on, in a hot elevator on a high-protein diet. <laughs> like, in little things like that, it's, it's great. Uh, Ryan Reynolds walks, the show. walks out, and he's spinning his swords, and it's killing guys somehow. And he just walks down in the middle of his room, and then he's like, people are dead, and the blood on a sword, and then they walk out, and they walk up, and they grab the thing, and somebody, Will I Am kills the dude with... The right does is isn't doesn't he like tele or not kill but doesn't he like teleport to stop the dude from shooting someone or something? Yeah, because no, no, I the guy's about to like he's got like a shotgun under his desk. Yeah. He's about to fire it, and Will I Am just pops up. He's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, and then they take the adamantium or something. <laughs> and then they go and there's this you trying to remember this plot is like the most depressing thing ever because <laughs> I can just see like the life leaving your eyes. <laughs> that's how I feel that's how I feel about this movie 
it's just soul sucking, and it's why, <laughs> and it's they. But yeah, they go to. Why did they go to this? Oh, village? is this is this your favorite scene? They track down the the. Uh, it's like a small African village, and there are people. Um, yeah, it's like it, wherever they ask the the um, the leader at the compound. They're like, "Where did you find this?" And he, I think he gives. Oh, that's location. right. Okay. And they're like interrogating one of the villagers, like, "Hey, where would you find this?" And he can't give them a straight answer because it's a meteorite. Yeah. And Wolverine's like, "Hey, guys." Can you stop threatening him? It's it's obviously a meteorite. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and then the Wolverine's like, "I'm not going to kill anyone. I quit this team." After that I just... Sa- after Sabretooth kind of maybe kills that guy. Yeah, and then and then he's like, "I'm going to quit this team that you just forced me to join." And he just walks into the forest in the middle of Africa. Why? What is his plan? How does he has no resources? I guess he can threaten people, but isn't that why he left the team? Yeah. What? what? So then it, we just get six years later. And he's just in Canada, up in the mountains, and he's like got a full log cabin. And he has like a, a sort of wife or something. Is she, is he, are they married? Or I, is it I just... don't think they're married. Okay. Kayla. Yeah. She's there. And so he, his entire life is just like, she, oh yeah. I, I kind of liked her. Oh yeah, I spent the last... Well, it's like I spent the last, like, you know, 100 100 years years of my life fighting and murdering and and all this stuff and wars, and now I've just decided to settle down randomly with no prior action, and I'm fine. I'm a a peaceful Canadian logger up in the mountains. I do like how he has, like, the dreams about the wars, and he's got, like, PTSD, and he wakes up screaming. But there's no catalyst for him leaving other than... No, it's terrible. Other than... Oh, they're trying to kill people, which that is something was, I've done my entire life. That was one of the most forced things. I'm like, really? You've never seen your brother kill, like, innocent people? You're you're honestly expecting me to believe that? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> and Stryker doesn't even say anything. Sabretooth is the one that's like, Jimmy, don't go. You can't leave. And then Wolverine just walks up. Stryker says nothing. Not even like, oh, if you leave... You know, you, you realize, like, the military will be on you and they will yeah. keep hunting you down. No, Stryker doesn't care. They, they just kind of, he just walks away. And Did he spend all those years just swimming across the ocean because he can regenerate? He's just constantly no, swimming? No, 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 he wasn't swimming. He was walking at the bottom of the ocean. Cause, oh, no, 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 he doesn't have the metal, the metal skeleton. Yeah, he was swimming. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then he swims. I, yeah. I, I like the way you're thinking. Yes. And, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, he's finally got, like, his happy life, and he's just, I'm chopping logs in Canada. And exactly. I, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and and so then uh, Sabretooth tracks down. We don't even know why Team X broke up after that. No. I think Will I Am briefly mentions that. Sure. I think he says, like, they started capturing mutants because then Strider wants yeah. to experiment on them, and he wants to make weapon. I guess it's building up to Weapon 11. Did he know it was building up to Weapon 11? Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, they, they go and and Team X is like, must be broken up now because Dominic Mahanigan is a weird circus guy who has like a one-trick act at a circus. And it's yeah, like, that's like at a, at a, sense at a to fair. Me. And it's like, why? how are you making money off of this? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> like every trick, he gets a dollar. And like... These are, like, the only people that are even remotely interested in what he's doing, and it's just, like, one dollar. And he lives in a trailer full of light bulbs 
Because, hey, he controls electricity, so whatever. Yeah, so he's turning on light bulbs, and then Sabretooth is like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, why? And then he kills him. And then lights go out. Yeah. And uh, Which doesn't make any sense, because you would think that somebody with that much power would be able to do a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, or is the implication that he's powering the entire carnival? I don't know. But <clears throat> the, the Shriker attracts now Wolverine somehow, and he's like, hey... I found you. Uh, Sabretooth killed this dude. You and, and Wade also killed Deadpool. Oh, yeah. They just throw that out there. And you should be upset and scared. Wolverine's like, okay. And then he just continues to live exactly the same <laughs> life that he did before. <laughs> and then... Oh, yeah, and his girlfriend has a convenient talk about some ancient Native American story about the Wolverine. Yes, and uh, she... There's Which also... has maybe my favorite line in the movie. So... Cuckoo Kachu got screwed. Oh. I, I like that one. It's funny. <laughs> and then, then Hey, I need a little humor in this movie. This, this movie's <laughs> crap. <laughs> uh, Kayla goes and she seems to have powers of some sort. I, they kind of imply it. Oh yeah, they said that. that. That was one of the most just like mind-bogglingly bad scenes. <laughs> They're driving, and he's like, Stryker came to see me today. Oh, don't worry, I told him no. And they're like, oh, you're not an animal, Logan. We're clearly setting up ideas, kind of. And then he has the, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm the best there is at what I do. Like, he has that line. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that that is something you should have left in the comics. That does not sound right in a movie. Well. Or at least in the context of this I was about to say, you, I'm sure you could find a way. I'm sure somebody could make that line work. I feel like it would be very difficult to do that. I'm sure... Exactly. Get Josh Whedon on that. Yeah, I'm sure it would be very difficult to make work, and therefore they come nowhere close to making it work because they don't know what they're doing. You're right, you're right. <clears throat> um, and, and then the, the, the weird guys on the bridge that won't let them cross, and the guy almost makes Wolverine like pull out his claws and start attacking people. Yeah. And then Kayla is like... We learn later she has like mind control when she touches people. And she can make them do whatever she wants. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> and then she fake dies. And then Wolverine holds her and screams up into the sky, No! Just like at the end of X-Men 3. Happens. And Van Helsing. Happens. <laughs> Have I mentioned Van Helsing on the podcast before? That's that's another Hugh Jackman movie. Came out around the same time as X-Men 2. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you have. Or it came out in 2003 anyway. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, everyone hates that movie but me. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. I'll probably watch it again and be like, man, that was crap. But he, at the end of the movie, he is holding a dead... The love interest holding her spoilers dead. Spoilers for Van Helsing. Yeah, spoilers for Because <laughs> people care about Van Helsing. <laughs> and he's just screaming out, no! And it's even better because he's a werewolf at the time. And he's changing from wolf to human form. So it's like... The Wolverine, like, the comparisons here are just <laughs> ridiculous. Fascinating. So, yeah, that happened. Okay. And then Stryker's like, oh, no, no. That no, was a nice no. change from the monotony. <laughs> but first we have the, the the first of many terrible fight scenes between Wolverine and Sabretooth, where they just kind of charge each other. Yeah. 
And then there's... But, like, that's a running pattern in every single fight they have. <laughs> they just charge at each other, and then it's just... Whatever. And then there's some logs that get knocked down or something. Terrible CGI yeah. logs. And, and... That, like, do not obey the laws of phys- physics, and, like, the second they touch the ground, they're, like, suddenly just still. Yeah. And, and... Oh, can I just say beforehand, when Sabretooth is back in the bar, he draws... He, he's, like, cutting into the wood of the bar, and he cuts a little smiley face. And I was listening to the producer commentary on this. And they're like, yeah, that's something Sabretooth does in the comics. And we were slightly concerned because Watchmen was coming out the same year and they used the smiley face motif. And we are like, ah, uh, maybe this is copying too much of them. And they're like, no, we're sticking to the comics on this one. And I, I'm <laughs> listening to this and I'm just like, that's the thing you decided to stick with the comics on. Yes. Oh, I can tell you really care about the source material. Absolutely. <laughs> Who, who am I to judge? Perfection. Yeah. Yeah, but then they fight. I have no idea and Wolverine, what they're thinking here. And Wolverine loses for some reason. And then yeah. Sabretooth breaks his claws. And, yeah. And they, Wolverine gets Is captured. this what we're doing for the rest of this? We're just reciting the plot? I feel like that's the only way to go about it. Because it's the only way to, to relay just how, like, trash it all is. Because <laughs> then that's how... Is that how Wolverine gets captured? Well, he doesn't get captured. He volunteers for Weapon X. Does he? I completely yeah. forget all No, because he gets taken to the hospital. And they're like, what is this, a joke? The guy's completely fine because they, they yeah, reported yeah. it as like multiple knife wounds or whatever. And then Stryker shows up and Wolverine's like, hey, this is totally all your fault, isn't it? And Stryker's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but hey, I can give you sweet metal claws so you can go fight your brother. Yeah. And Wolverine's it's, it's like, brother in this one half brother i guess okay yeah interesting it's fine whatever but they don't like that i guess we didn't we completely didn't even talk about that that the fact that the opening we talked about how the opening is good the opening titles but the opening opening is pretty bad yeah it's pretty bad. uh where Very where bad. where wolverine kid is like he gets his claws and there's some terrible cgi Oh, and, and once again, he screams up into the heavens. Yeah. Oh, he, I don't think he just... He, he doesn't scream no. I think he just screams. Yeah. And <laughs> they have... Every single one of these movies, they have the shot where it's like panning upwards, and it's like looking down on him as he screams. Stop <laughs> it! Yeah. Uh, he, he... There's some really bad CGI of him, like, running... Like, with his claws out, but his arms are, like, super stiff, and it's very weird. Is it CGI, or is it just bad acting? I don't know. Both. It looks terrible. I think it's both. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just real bad, and all of it is just kind of terrible, and it doesn't really explain at all what's going on, or who any of these people are. Oh, and, and like, it says, like, it's in the 1840s, I believe, and it says it's the Northwest Territories or something, yeah. which apparently that's completely uh, historically <laughs> inaccurate. Sure. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and we just kind of get this. Oh, he killed someone who is close to someone else, and our families and stuff, and brothers and whatever. And like, it doesn't really explain anything that's happening there. And then Sabretooth grabs him in the forest, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, let's just run away." Yeah. Okay, we're running away. Woo! Yeah, whatever. Uh, the anyway, where are we? He volunteers for Weapon X, and it sucks. Oh, and it's terrible. He just kind of breaks out and then runs out of waterfall. And it's once again, I, I cannot stress this enough. It looks nothing like anything <laughs> we have seen before. He, he's not covered in blood. Weapon 
Alkali Lake, like, the base is supposed to look, like, grimy and disgusting and stuff. And it's supposed to be a lot more dark. Like, this place is, like, super clean and hygienic. Yeah. And, and it looks high-tech. Yeah. Even though this movie is set in, like, the 70s. Yeah. It makes no sense. And then he jumps out the waterfall and he falls down the waterfall. Oh, oh. We got more. Oh, we, we need to, to further establish, we talked a little bit about this in the, the last one, but um, how Wolverine gets OP with each movie, oh, yeah. even though this is a prequel. Yeah. X-Men 2 gets shot in the head. He's down for like five minutes. This one, right after he rises out of the, the tub in uh -huh. the Weapon X facility, Agent Zero shoots him in the head with a very similar gun. It's yeah. just a, a pistol. Yeah. And it just... Uh, he's fine. It just drops out of his head, and he keeps going. Doesn't even drop out of his head. Like oh, does it, not? it just bounces off, and you just see the it heal. Uh, what? Why is this terrible? Because no one cared. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and say, everyone involved with this wanted to do the Japanese story. They did not want to do the origin story for Wolverine really? with Weapon X and all that. Stuff. I think I didn't know that. Yeah, Fox asked them to do that. Yeah. Because they thought That'll it would be it. better to establish Wolverine's backstory. And it's like, you already established his backstory in the first two X-Men movies. Like, Yeah, X-Men 2 pretty much was a, was a, a we, backdoor... We, we did not need this movie. Yeah. yeah X-Men really. 2 tells us everything we need to know about Wolverine's past. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't have made a great movie with this. I'm just saying it wasn't needed. Yeah. We, we knew everything we needed to know. Yeah. Um... Hello, darkness. Oh, yeah, and then he, he, he has dinner with old people. Yeah, he escapes. After he jumps somehow, out of the waterfall. Somehow he gets... That's like, apparently right next to the dam. Yes. Uh, somehow he gets out, even though he's now weighed down with completely metal skeleton, heavy metal skeleton, and it doesn't really make any sense how he would be able to like swim at all or anything like that. And then he just kind of finds these old people. Oh, that's that's just whatever. I'm I'm fine with the comic book physics. That being a little goofy. I mean, usually he doesn't like. I I, I could be wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure usually he doesn't really swim. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure usually he sinks a lot more. Okay. Um. The yeah, he goes and finds old people, and he's like, okay. Oh. And, do we want to talk about one of the worst displays oh, yeah. of CGI I've ever seen? This movie. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie looks is the worst like display crap. of CGI anyone has ever seen. But him seeing like his claws like full on for the first time in that bathroom, yeah, and he's like sharpening them, he's like cutting them together and stuff. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, it, it there is no excuse for a movie with this kind of budget to, to look like that. You are not wrong. It is. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just. Terrible. <laughs> like I yeah, and then he he just kind of like like he cuts the sink and he's like oh, oh hey. and the, it, it's like a Looney Tunes bit. He's like hey, I cut right the after sink. this like supposedly hugely traumatic experience yeah. for him. He's like hey, I, I destroyed your your bathroom, even though you you live in the middle of nowhere and should probably be kind of worried about how you're gonna get that fixed. I just destroyed your bathroom, and he's like oh, just put it down over there. Well, it, it's gonna be okay. Like I'm just imagining right after. You, you have the scene in Batman Begins where Bruce's parents get shot. Yeah. And then right after that, you have, like, this goofy comic Looney Tunes scene like this. It's like, no. No, you obviously don't get what the tone of this is supposed to be. 
and how your character is supposed to be feeling right now, right? Yeah. It's terrible. It really is. And and there's some stuff about I feel like it, the, this old dude that I feel is, like people can make a drinking game to this for every time I say something's terrible, they take a shot. Yes, probably. <laughs> this this old dude that uh, is is probably younger than Wolverine is giving him like wisdom. Oh yeah, that made no sense. And oh, and he gives him the jacket that he'll end up with in X Men One, even though he ends up losing that jacket by the end of the movie because continuity. F you. Uh huh. And then the old people get shot, and we get the stupid motorcycle chase. I'm, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, but this has one of my favorite moments in the whole movie. Once the helicopter crashes, and Agent Zero's like taunting him. And he, like, cuts the little thing with the gasoline on the ground, and he does the walking away from the explosion. Yeah. Except it doesn't even look good. Like, it's clearly, hey, Hugh Jackman's in front of a green screen, and we've got a huge fireball behind him. Uh-huh. Doesn't it look good? And it's got, like, the guitar riff in the score, like an electric guitar riff. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a he's awesome right now. And it's, oh, oh. And yet you're trying to do something about how him killing people is a bad thing, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. This movie is sending me very mixed signals yes. here. Uh, and oh, and, and then the best part is, like, I what was Stryker's plan? I don't know. Because he's like, I guess he said in, in the procedure, he's like, oh, you know, wipe his memory. We'll, we'll t- use his DNA and put it into Weapon 11. Like, I guess. But but the best part is the, the general guy who he ends up killing for reasons um, is like, you, you just spent all this money making him indestructible. What, what are you going to do now? <laughs> I just wanna, I'm just imagining Striker in his head going, yeah, that was pretty stupid of me, wasn't I? <laughs> Using the sky... That I know doesn't like me. Manipulating him. Ki- potentially killing his girlfriend, though not really spoilers. <laughs> like, this plan is not very smart. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. He, he goes... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so then he... Is that when he... No, that's when he goes and tracks down Will I Am. And they go and find Blob, who's fat now. And I do appreciate that they used a fat suit for him, and it wasn't just a CGI yeah. monstrosity. I mean, it looks fine. Could you imagine that with, the, with <laughs> this CGI? That w- oh, <laughs> dear oh, lord. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, uh, it, it actually looks fine, but it's a little too comical a scene. Yeah, there's the weird part where he says "bub" and Blob thinks he called him Blob, and then he flips out, and then he they fight. And it's I'm stupid. just imagining the writers' room on that. He's like, you know what words sound really similar? <laughs> you know, Wolverine says Bob and we've got Blob here. Let's let's do a thing with that. Like, that's... Oh. <laughs> that's almost as bad as Martha in, in Batman vs. Superman. We'll get there. We'll get there, buddy. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. I feel like we should... <laughs> this, this is a little aside on the podcast. I bring up Batman vs. Superman a lot just to... Just when, when we're just relaxing or whatever. I feel like we should make, like, instead of a swear jar, a Martha jar, where whenever I bring up Batman versus Superman, I stick in a dollar. Oh. You'd be a rich man. I would. I really would. <laughs> I'd be totally, totally on board with that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, the scene is completely out of place. Uh, it feels really I weird. guess. Unless maybe the movie's supposed to be funny? I don't know! Because it's constantly going from, oh, Wolverine's in turmoil. He can't handle that he's killed these people and that he's got anger issues. And, and it's just, 
Oh, he cut the thing. Oh, the bathroom's gone haywire. Oh, I'll be right out, old person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, except they did. And it doesn't work. It falls flat on its face. Uh, yeah, and, and they find it, and they, they tell him, hey, go find Gambit for reasons. Gambit was the only person to have escaped the Three Mile Island prison because, sure. yes, they are trying to blend in actual history with this movie sure. now. And so he goes and he finds Gambit, and then there's a fight, and Will I Am gets his spine broken or oh, something. Yeah. That's, which is a cool little thing, I guess. Although I think it's weird that the only thing that they show is like Will I Am skeleton, like there's nothing else. Yeah. Like it's, oh, full form skeleton, full it, form skeleton. It also doesn't make any sense because. Sabretooth is just like, oh, you're predictable. It's like, what? We we've had no build up to him being predictable. Like that that was never set up. You didn't you didn't tell us anything. You just kind of were like, oh yeah, promise. Tr- trust me, audience. I killed him because he's predictable. That's how that happened. Whatever. Uh, Gambit gets oh, the fight. No, no. Wolverine knocks Gambit out like immediately <laughs> before the fight begins. Wolverine and Sabretooth do a little. Oh, we're running at each other again. Blah, blah, blah. Gambit ends up, like, on a building, like, a block away, somehow, even yes. though he was just knocked out. He was just elbowed yes. in the face. Correct. And remember, Wolverine has a metal skeleton at this point. And he just, he, he, like, helicopters down with his staff, and, like, he starts doing things for no reason. And then he gets... Even though, if he were really smart, he would just run. Yeah. And then he gets trapped up on a fire escape, and Wolverine starts slashing the fire escape, and it might be the worst scene at like like effects wise, I don't like, think it's the worst. No, 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 no. Maybe not effects wise, but as far as like, wait, what are you trying to do here? <laughs> Physics wise, maybe what, I, no, no, what I'm going because he he's cutting at the, the the railing and stuff, and it looks like it's just like little metal puzzle pieces falling away. Well, it's not even that for me. It's the fact that it feels like what's happening here is there's this giant fire escape that's fallen off. Like, that happens right before the scene. Like, the fire escape is, like, completely off. So there's this giant metal thing that's just sitting... It's not supported by anything. And it's falling down while he just slashes parts of it. That's not how physics works! I, I, I was just saying, that, like, the actual effect of, like, the way he's cutting well, it and the way either. the metal pieces are falling, it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what I'm saying, too, is, like, it, it's like, wait, is he holding this up every time he slices it? Like, <laughs> like Gambit's slowly getting closer, and it's like, wait, what are you... Do you understand reality? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. They never establish why Wolverine having metal claws automatically makes him better than Sabretooth. Yeah. Like, he just starts fighting him, and they, like, immediately kick Sabretooth's butt. Yeah. <laughs> why? Sure. I mean, Sabretooth can't break his claws now, but... Yeah. That's the only way to stop him for. I'm holding That's a, I'm holding a fake mic here, everyone. Is this, is this on? Is, is this real? Is this real life? It's not real. I mean, it's not. I'm not holding a real mic. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Uh, but yeah, the they, they find Gambit. And then they go to... Oh, and then he's like, hey, Gambit, take me to the thing, because oh. I'm going to kill everyone that, that you hate. And Gambit's like, okay. <laughs> and we didn't talk about the Cyclops scene. Where Sabretooth finds Cyclops, and Cyclops, there's a scene where Cyclops is wearing these glasses that are obviously his little red crystal glasses that are supposed to stop him from lasering out and destroying everything. And the teacher is like, 
Mr. Summers, take off those glasses. You're inside. And then she, like, gives him attention for it or whatever. And it's like, wait, what are the implications of what's happening? Does the teacher... Does this mean... did Or did Cyclops just get his powers? And, and just find out somehow that these specific red glasses would stop his powers from working? And and is that what's going on here? And the te- Or has he just worn this all this time? And does the teacher constantly just tell him, hey, take him off? And he's like, nah, man. And then he just keeps getting detention? Did he wake up one day with, like, blasting a hole in the roof? Like, we don't... It doesn't explain at all, like, how this came about or what the deal is or, like, what's happening as far as how he maintains a day-to-day life with these powers. And then Sabretooth shows up and attacks him and his glasses fall off and he, like, destroys the school and then Sabretooth captures him. I'm more distracted by the fact that they don't understand Cyclops' powers anymore. Apparently he has heat vision in this movie because there's clear, like, fire marks (laughs) where where he's using his powers. That's not his power. And you've established that in the first few movies, that that is not his power. Like, his power is just, it's a concussive force. Like, it's not heat vision. I know it's red, but it's not heat vision. (laughs) But but this movie says, oh, it's heat vision! Red lasers! Burning! Oh my! It's like, okay, no one cared, whatever. <laughs> I feel like you keep just, like, waking up out of a stupor to, like, point something out and then falling back into the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the best that's, way I can describe yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even describe it. You did. <laughs> Good job, buddy. You're welcome. Uh, then they go to Weapon X. And no, no, no. They go to Three Mile Island. Because, hey, whatever. Three Mile Island was a thing that happened. <laughs> And then Wolverine jumps out of the plane without the jacket because, hey, continuity, F you. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just shows up. He's able to sneak in. He doesn't take out any guards. There's literally no security. And he's able to make it in to the room where they are experimenting on Weapon 11. Correct. And then Striker's like, hey, buddy. Oh, hey, there's Kayla. And Wolverine just turns around and Kayla's right there. <laughs> it's like, oh, we faked you out, buddy. And Wolverine's just upset and then he just walks away. She was part of the thing the whole time, I guess? Did she? Because did she... Stryker has her sister, who in this movie is Emma Frost, yeah. hostage. And apparently, I guess he sent. I, even, I would, it would be nice to know this because we never find out how they meet or anything because there's just that convenient six year gap. But apparent, I guess the idea is that he sent her to go meet Wolverine ahead of time, or like he sent her to go meet Wolverine and live with him for like a year or two or six. What? What? The plan makes no sense. <laughs> it makes sense if you don't think about it. Just I feel like that's. I feel like Wolverine should have looked at Stryker and Stryker should have been like, "Oh!" And Stryker should have been like. The plan makes no sense. <laughs> That's just <laughs> Don't worry, I just got very lucky. <laughs> and then Wolverine's like, yeah, I'm out. And then he just walks away. There's no feral rage. He doesn't try and kill anybody. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to start going over here. I don't, I don't care. And then Sabretooth's like, you let him go? What the heck? We were supposed to get him and stuff. Blah. And, and Kayla's like, Stryker's using us. And... <laughs> He captured your sister to blackmail you. Oh wait, wait what did no, you call no, that? No, 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 hold on. I think they do set this up just a little bit because he's like, she's like, okay, uh, I, I did, I, I did the deal. 
you can let my sister go. And he's like, and eh, I can't let your sister go quite yet. She's she's too important to me. And, and then and then Sabretooth shows up and he's all angry. And, and Kayla's like, he's using us. And then she starts like running and Sabretooth grabs her and he's like, you're going to die for real this time. And apparently Wolverine heard that and he's like, ah, uh, yes, the power of boobs still compels me. And what? he just shows up Why was again. he going to kill? Why was Sabretooth going to kill her? Good question. <laughs> the plan makes no the, sense. That, there's like a 10 second span where I'm just like, wait, what? What? <laughs> And Wolverine just shows up, and they run at each other again. And then he, like, five seconds later, he just knocks Sabretooth out. And then... Oh, they had they first had the thing where he's like, you're an animal. You know it. And Kale's like, no, you're not an animal. <laughs> and then Wolverine's like, okay, I'm not an animal. And then he just punches Sabretooth unconscious. And then they walk somewhere... Or oh, and, and no, Kayla, no, 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 they, they go to free everyone. Kayla first says, it wasn't fake for me. I actually loved you. Now help me get my sister back. <laughs> I promise, I'm not just saying that to help you, to make sure you help me. Yeah. And then they go and free everyone. And there are so many cameos here, it's bizarre. Yeah. Like, I, I remember seeing at least Quicksilver and Toad, there was like some tornado person, and there was like an Iceman type person, I think it was a girl, but it, there was like ice in her cage. You'd think, some, you'd think a lot of these people would be real messed up. <laughs> like especially like Cyclops, you know, you you think he'd have some serious issues from being captured by a government experiment and taken to Three Mile Island. Do to they just ex be experiment? How does that on? work? Do they just extract like blood and then like get the DNA? Well, Cyclops from that? has his eyes like there's like a thing on top of his eyes, but I think that's just to cover them. But that wouldn't make any sense unless it like the the glasses are the only thing that makes sense. Like, like no, it, but he immediately like lifts them when he needs them, and they okay, they so just it shoot work. back okay. out. It's stupid. That's, yeah, that what? Yeah, what? Whatever. And then this is, they they free them all, and then the the gates open. These 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 warehouse gates open, and weapon weapon eleven slash because apparently terrible Deadpool because apparently uh, Striker can control him using. Computers? So he had them standing outside those doors, waiting for them to walk up. For them, because he knew they were going to walk up that way. Like yes, and then you know Wolverine's like, "I get them free. I got this." And then he he goes and he starts to fight him, and then Sabretooth joins in, and then no, this has no. This is my favorite dumb part of this whole movie. Wolverine's fighting him for a little while, and eventually he's like, "Ah, screw this!" And he starts climbing on top <laughs> of one of one of the uh, towers, the nuclear tower things, and he gets to the top. And he's like, oh, "Let's see you dance up here." And and I, I'm just gonna call him Weapon Eleven. It's not Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Weapon Eleven is just standing down there, and he teleports. And Wolverine's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost did. Weapon Eleven just shows up right behind him. Will I am? Is that you? <laughs> But it, it so why why did Wolverine climb up there? Wolverine Wolverine climbed up there because he learned from the best about climbing up on things that don't make any sense to climb up upon from Sabretooth at the beginning of this movie. All right. Where he climbs up on the it's it's set up, it's payoff. You know what'd be sad? What? If that was actually what they were thinking <laughs> while they were writing it's like, oh this is a little, this is a little plot element. They both climbed things for no reason. Perfect. Doesn't Sabretooth then just show up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the the blade thing doesn't make any sense that that Deadpool has. People have bashed this to bits where 
The the nothing about Weapon Eleven works. Nothing. Yeah. Well, well, nothing. Well, first of all, his, his nothing. His arms. No. <laughs> his arms come out with swords that like are as long as his arms. So it's like, does he have to just walk around really stiff armed the whole time and then yeah. they come out? But then Wolverine's claws are short and they have like all this muscle going on in his hand to like make sure that they stay put. Like like there's a lot of muscle weirdness and anatomy going on in his hand and they're short claws. Like, relatively, so that's why when he cuts that, I mean, it, it still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, maybe, in real world. But, it, it, like, like for the most part, it, 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 they, they, I feel like there's enough to, for plausible, not to break your suspension of disbelief, that his claws don't go ripping out of his hands every time he uses them. Yeah. Sabretooth has the, or, not Sabretooth, sorry. Uh, Weapon 11 has these giant blades sticking out of his wrist. How do they not just fall off? How do they not just immediately rip out when he hits somebody Yeah. Or like when he swings them, the momentum of them should just rip out. Is the is his whole ad, uh, skeleton adamantium as well? Sure. Why not? <laughs> they never established that. I don't think they do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense of the finale of this movie. It doesn't make whatever. No, they cut off. Well, first there's lots of fighting back to back, and it's like, oh, oh, back-to-back. hey, we did that thing in the opening titles where we went back to back. That's a thing we do because we're and- brothers or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and every time they get one of them gets like knocked down or anything, it's always like in the direction, like even the curved direction of the pipe, so they don't fall off. They just like get hit and land on another part of the pipe, the thin narrow pipe that yeah. they're fighting on, and then eventually they cut Weapon Eleven's head off, and it goes falling to the ground and spinning and stuff. I do like how they, they it, it kind of makes sense to me that he, he's using, like, making sense using the, the heat vision <laughs> version of, of, oh, didn't you love how they, that's how they did the diamond eyes for Deadpool on Absolutely. Weapon 11? That's how he uses the heat vision? Absolutely. It's terrible. It, Wolverine uses, he's using his claws to block that, which doesn't actually make any sense. But whatever. Um, and it superheats his claws, and that allows him to cut off yeah. Weapon Eleven. Sure. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's fine, I guess. I feel like they don't really establish that very well, though. No, they don't. Like, I, I don't think I caught that. <laughs> no. This is just me overthinking everything. Yeah. And, and then and <laughs> Sabretooth and Wolverine are, like, holding hands. Or, or they, they, like, shake each other's hands. And Wolverine's like, oh, this doesn't change anything. And Victor's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, like, Deadpool's head has been circling around, and it's, like, destroying the power plant or whatever. Because that's what happened at Sabretooth just kind of jumps off, and then you never see him again. And Wolverine just lands. Like, he dive bombs into the ground. And then... The, and Gambit the, shows up. A part of the pipe is about to crush Wolverine, and Gambit destroys it, because it's like, oh, hey, he's still here. And then... Why is he still there? Where did he go? What, what, was, what was his deal? What... Meanwhile, the kids are still trying to escape. Cyclops kills oh, a couple yeah. people. Then Xavier mentally contacts him. He's like, hey, buddy, go left. <laughs> but it's very weird. And everybody else done. is like, it's very why, weirdly, why do you know to go to left? And he's like, I just know. It's very weirdly done, yeah, because it doesn't say that, that Xavier is giving them these instructions until he finds Xavier. So it's just like, he's suddenly like, oh, go this way. I just know how to do it. And you're just kind of like, what? wait, how do you, what? Huh? And then it has one of the worst CGI. This might be the worst CGI effect I've ever seen in a major motion picture. When they show up and the helicopter is there. Yes. And Charles Xavier walks out. First off, just him. They're they're doing the, the let's make him look, uh, yes. Patrick Stewart look young again effect. 
on there, and it looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, but then they have the wide shot of the kids running towards the helicopter, and it is... God-awful. Who thought that was a good choice? Who thought that was okay to put in the movie? Why not just cut it? No, it's like, oh. no, that's what... You cut it right then, and you... And they keep you know, and you showing have, it. Xavier even says, okay, let, let's go. That's when you cut it. Yeah. And they keep showing... They, because, they because come back to that you, scene. You have Gambit run out, because Wolverine sends him. He's like, yeah. go make sure the kids are safe. Even though Gambit should be like, what kids? Yeah. <laughs> but he, he runs out, and he's just looking on. He's like, okay, good good for them. They, they're able to get away. And it's, they, they keep on the shot. Well, they, they keep cutting back to the shot. Yeah. Like, they keep showing it as they it gets it like, worse and worse. I feel like they show it like three or four yeah. times. Every time it's worse because every time they're closer to the helicopter, but the green screen doesn't work at all. Yeah. And so it's like, it literally looks like, it makes me think of like on a TV show when someone's driving a car, the kind of background green screen that you see going on there. They do that earlier in the movie. Yeah, whatever. When Kayla and him are riding in Canada yeah. in the truck, and, and that looks terrible too. Happens. I'm just pointing it. Like I, like you said, I, I'm in a stupor, and then I went, this stupid thing happened. Okay, back to stupor. <laughs> but then, oh yeah, Kayla was shot, apparently, so she's bleeding out, and she yeah. dies, and Wolverine's like, oh. And then he tries to kill Stryker, and Stryker. I really wanted him to grab her again and yell no welcome to the <laughs> That needed to happen twice. Oh, that would be great. Uh, I would almost give this movie an A+, plus <laughs> if they had done that twice. <laughs> They had had the, the, the sheer tenacity yeah. to, to keep on it. I'd have been like, you do you, movie. I I give you top marks. Oh, yeah, but then, oh, we forgot, we haven't set up the adamantium bullet yet. Was that set up before? Yes, they briefly set up the... And Stryker somehow knows this will take away Wolverine's <laughs> memories. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. What is the difference between a, a, a normal bullet and an adamantium bullet? The adamantium bullet is just The gonna, physics of that don't make sense. If the adamantium bullet is heavier, it's just going to go further. Why does go... Why does, How would it be able to pierce the adamantium skull? Like, physics. <laughs> like, I think... Well, I think the idea is that adamantium can cut adamantium. I guess if you're... If it's going fast enough, but like... I really want to do the mic gag again. <laughs> I want to do that bit again. But it's like... <laughs> what? I don't know. What do you want from me? <laughs> this movie's terrible. And, um, then, and then the movie ends with uh, Kayla telling Stryker to go like, Oh, hey, walk. Forever. <laughs> and he, he's... He start. I forget what exactly. I'm pretty sure he starts walking. We There's something about this. He starts walking and it no, zooms he, out. He, he, he's walking. Okay, and we don't see him again for a while, because Wolverine's like, okay, I'm going to go run my own way, and that doesn't make any sense. We'll get back yeah. to that. But there's only one way off Three Mile Island. Yes, it, it does a big pan out of the island. There's one bridge. And you see one a bridge. skinny bridge. And the last time we see that, there are police officers and, like, firemen and stuff, yeah. like, riding all the way through the bridge. There is no way Stryker would have been able to get off that island, much less... The convenience of being pointed in that specific direction, because everywhere else, no, is I think, water. I'm pretty sure the thing is he wasn't. 
I'm pretty sure, as it, I'm to pretty sure as it zooms out, you realize, wait, he's walking directly towards the ocean. I could re- I'm fairly certain we caught that. So that's- does he just swim, and then <laughs> I guess he just keeps walking afterwards? She didn't say swim. She said walk. Does he purposely, like, swim to the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> try to walk on the... the, the- <laughs> Terrible. Oh God. What a bad movie. Yeah. And doesn't Gambit say he'll find his own way or something? I feel no, like- Wolverine says that. He's like, you You go in the seaplane, whatever, I'll find my own way. <laughs> Where's he going to go? <laughs> Is he going to swim away again like he did gonna, from Africa to Canada? He's going to teach Stryker the art of walking underwater. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's terrible. And I, oh, yeah, Kayla died. And uh, I guess he doesn't remember because he lost his memories now. Yeah. Which Stryker somehow knew. I kind of wish. Happen. I kind of wish that, that he, he said no when she died the first time. And, like, picked her up. And then he lost his memories. <laughs> and he's like, wait, Gambit, who is that? And she, he's like, I, I thought that was your wife or something. like." Because, I mean, he would read the script. He'd know who she was. And then he not, was... Not in the actual version. <laughs> and then he was like, no! Again. <laughs> because he doesn't remember doing it the first time. Oh, that's great! I wish he'd done that. That would have gotten an A++ then. <laughs> Best movie I've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh yeah, and then they have the mid credit scene where Stryker gets finally pulled over by some <laughs> military police. And like, hey, you're wanted in questioning with the death of, of this general dude that he killed earlier. And it's like, <laughs> so how, how does he end up being a colonel and doing being allowed to do all the things he does in X-Men 2? Because clearly he's what guilty of What is the purpose of, of that scene? We don't know that ca- the general character at all. We don't, no. we don't know how Stryker... It doesn't make... Any sense? There, there's no point to having the general in the movie. Just have Stryker continuously just doing his thing. Like, what is the what is the after or what is the point of having that mid credits? Like, it doesn't. We literally get nothing that we care about out of that. Is it like, oh, we had to make sure that we showed that eventually Stryker got caught? But it's like, what? Can I just say what? One thing. Yeah. I've come out of my stupor again. Yeah. Okay, so so according to X-Men 2, the last time Stryker and Wolverine saw each other was 15 years prior. Yeah. This Three Mile Island happened in like 1978. Yeah. Or you know, late 70s. Yeah. So 15 years later would be like early, mid-90s. Yeah. But, but X-Men 1 came out in 2000 and it says, in the not-too-distant future... <laughs> I'm doing like a Jim looks at camera thing from the office right now. <laughs> it, it's, oh god! Like if you can't even pay attention to those little details, you th- no yeah. stop. And I'm also pretty sure that's not at all how Three Mile Island went down. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> as far as like towers getting destroyed and everything, it's like what? Why is the third act of the time where you decide? Oh hey, well let's insert some. Some false history stuff in here. I don't know. And then you look at X-Men First Class, it's like, okay, they did it in a smart way. Yeah. Where it actually makes sense. Yeah. But the after-credit scene, there's actually two after-credit scenes. Yes. And I think the main one is the Weapon 11, the the body finds the head, and it just yeah. says, shh, to the camera, which is actually really creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Deadpool. Oh, oh and, his mouth, and his mouth is somehow the... the it's It's been unsewn yeah. or I guess and the, it's, the it's not funny like like 
Deadpool. Oh, meta, it's he's breaking the fourth really wall. It's, it's pretty terrifying. It's yeah. like, oh, God, that's that's horrifying. And you then, created a horror movie monster. <laughs> and then the alternate scene is he's in Japan. It's supposed to look like Japan, or at least a Japanese bar. And um, it, you just see Wolverine, like, chugging shots. And the bartender's like, oh, are you drinking to forget? And he's like, no, I'm drinking to remember. Okay. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's not how that works, but okay. That's not how that works. <laughs> I mean, I lo- it's, 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 it's a cool-sounding line, but the logic of that... Sh- it's one of those lines that they think, oh, man, that's that's real funny. That's real, that's real clever. And then you're like, wait a minute. That's not a thing. Do we have anything else to say? I highly recommend X-Men Origins Wolverine the game. <laughs> That game is fantastic, and it actually simplifies a lot of the plot points in this movie. Like it makes the, it, it the whole thing is just great. And actually, it's funny because it, I wish I could have counted it as continuity because it actually matches up a lot more with the first two X Men movies really? than the film. The Weapon X facility looks like the Weapon X facility. Like it's it's the dam. They even have the the long tunnel, and like everything huh. looks the same. Interesting. It makes no sense to me why it's not like that in the movie. Oh, Lord. And, and yeah, it, no. I mean, it still has, like, Weapon 11 as the end boss battle, and that's kind of yeah. dumb. But it, overall, it is it, it is as violent as a Wolverine thing, a solo Wolverine thing, should be. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun. I highly oh. recommend it. And, it's got, of course, it's got tons of cameos from different X-Men people. Yeah. Mystique shows up. And apparently her and Will I Am get together and have Nightcrawler in, sure. in the games universe. <laughs> they have Sentinels in there. They actually have a cool Days of Future Past type opening where, where he's fighting soldiers in the future. And it's it's really cool. Of course, okay. it doesn't work with the continuity we have now. But it's... it's <laughs> that's, that's great. Okay. It's good. I highly recommend it. Never watch this movie. That's Never. Yeah. Even if you're like, hey, let's have an X-Men marathon before the next X-Men movie comes out. You can skip it. Skip it. Yeah, no, it literally... It doesn't... I know X-Men 3 you can't really skip. This one you can totally skip. It doesn't skip. match up with anything before, and it doesn't ha- affect anything after. No. Yep. Do we want to go ahead and get to grades, or do we have anything else? I'm fine I like the score. I guess. I don't even remember who wrote the score, but I like it. <laughs> Harry Gregson Williams? Oh, I... What else has he done? He's he's done like he's a very common composer. Yeah. No, there, there's some there's something specific I'm trying to think of, but I can't remember. I don't Whatever, know. but it, I I like the score. Okay, it's not the most memorable of the X Men scores, but I yeah. I, I like it. Um, yeah. Do we do we, anything else? I'm good. <laughs> oh God, I feel brain dead right now. Yeah. Let's 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 go ahead and uh, uh, Tyler, what's your grade and final thoughts on whatever. <laughs> My grade for this, I am finally giving a movie a flat F. We're finally there. <laughs> it's X-Men 3 was so bad, and I have no real expectations for how to make this movie good, or why this movie should have been good, or why this movie should have been made, that I'm just like, it's just a bad movie. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm not particularly like, oh my god, they ruined everything. It's, the character does not change in the slightest. It's it's like the character of Wolverine. It's they don't do anything to him. It's just there, and it's real crappy, and it's not a good movie. But it's not so like 
franchise-destroying character crushing that I have that much ill will towards it to give it an F-. minus. That's why I, d- I don't hate it like I do X-Men 3, because this was just... It's there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't completely ruin these characters that I've come to know and love. Yeah. Like, a certain movie directed by Brett Ratner. Yeah. It's X-Men 3, people. <laughs> I, should, I should have been like, it's Rush Hour 3. Yes. But... See, originally, after we watched it, my first impulse was, I'm just going to give it a D. <laughs> it's a very dumb action movie, and it's 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 dumb. It's, it's like, baseline, and it's got terrible effects. But yeah. The more we've been talking about it, the, the, <laughs> the more I've wanted to just completely, like, crap all over this movie. Ah, I'm, I'm really thinking here where, where I want to go with this. You could always give it a D minus... The extra, the extra buoyancy being for creating the X Men Origins video game. I think that's a good compromise. There we go. D minus. <laughs> All right. It's not enough because of the X Men Origins video game. That that's yeah. Well, uh, there we go. I, I like that reasoning. Thank <laughs> thank you for that. I needed that. Yeah. Oh lord. Not not quite, not quite a failure just because of that game. Hey. You'll get more enjoyment uh, time-wise out of that game than you will this movie. The movie's like an hour 45. That game's like 10 hours. <laughs> Rejoice, people. You have something. Yeah. This movie sucks. Is it the worst? Or is X-Men 3 the worst? I, don't know. I, I know we technically gave it better grades than X-Men 3, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's hard to tell. X-Men 3 has better effects. Kind of. For the for the most part, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Um, let's let's just let's just end this. Yeah. Sorry, it ended up being a soul crushing experience. I was kind of expecting to just be like super laid back the whole time. I'm like, yeah, that was kind of dumb. Yeah, I didn't really like that. Blah, blah blah. But it's not the worst thing ever. And then it's, it's kind like, of the worst. Thing and ever. then it turned into this is kind of the worst <laughs> thing ever. Um. Alright. Do you think this would probably end up, like, in your personal, like, top ten worst superhero movies list? Like, it would most certainly be in your list? I think it, yeah. I would say so. Okay. I'm I'm just making sure. I think it's that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, X-Men 3 might also, I don't know, I'd have to know. No, X-Men 3 is, like, personal hatred so much, like, it's definitely in there, but... I'd have to think about that for my own personal taste, as far as X-Men 3. But yeah, this for sure, just because it's very bad. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, X-Men First Class! Hey! Hey! Uh, (laughs) I don't hate myself quite so much now. Yeah. Hey, we get to write out on the X-Men franchise and some high notes. They got First Class and Nate's Future Past and Deadpool. Wolverine, kind of. Eh. Oh, yeah, Wolverine's there. (sighs) Thought about that. So Wolverine Wolverine is the, the one after First Class? Yes. That's right. Okay, yes. Okay. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get there. Contact uh, information. Contact information. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. You can find us uh, through email. Uh, here come the sequels at blog. Or no, here come the sequels at gmail.com. Website here come the sequels blogspot.com. Is that everything? I think so. You can find us on iTunes too. At just by you looking just up. look us up under here come the sequels. Yeah. yeah. So. Let's just cover everything. Uh, thanks for listening. Sorry you had to sit through that. Uh... I'm sure whoever's listening, they love to hear us suffer. 
<laughs> hey, these guys are complaining about this thing. It'll be fun because I get to hear pain. That's probably fair. Uh, yeah, let us know how you feel about the movie. If you like the movie, you know, we don't we, we don't hate you. We promise. You, you, See, usually I put up that disclaimer. <laughs> this one gets nothing from me on that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anybody actually defend this movie, so that's fair. I would be curious to hear... Okay, though. seriously, if you like the movie, that's that's cool. I, I know this is a little belated. Like, I should have said this at the beginning. If you like the movie, that's... that's totally Before we crapped all over well, their personal uh, opinion. Well, I mean, odds are, if the person liked it, they wouldn't have listened past, like, five minutes of this. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, the, you like what you like. Whatever. Yeah. Don't let yeah. anybody tell you different. Yeah. Tell us why you like it. I'd be curious. We're, we're just expressing our opinions. Yeah. Like... All right. Everyone's got an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first class next week. Woo! Woo! Stay rogue. <laughs>